yeah welcome oh, back wow. to the grandstand this is episode 38 and the last pre-race show we're going to be doing uh p money here in paris and we got f Knowles in new york are you in new york what's going on where are you i am in yeah where else i mean yeah <laughs> where else yeah, would i be we're quite we're, we're quite the travelers you and i i'm, uh, I'm yeah. actually going to be in chicago next week for the for the race and uh, for the finale and that's going to be a, a tough one to coordinate um, oh, dude, that's a 7 a.m. wake up for you. <clears throat> yeah, after um, the wedding festivity. So, oh, um, shit. I'm actually gonna... <laughs> I'm going to LCD Sound System on, <laughs> yes. on Saturday night. So, uh oh. Right, I'll, ma- I'll make sure to send you a little text message or, you know, call <laughs> you so you don't miss this. You might want to tune in for this. It's because, um, uh, boy, holy, I mean, I'm still getting over what happened yesterday. And, um, or day before yesterday, and it's wild. I think it's the mo- one of the most chaotic and also maybe embarrassing races I've ever seen. Um, but entertainment value was through the fucking roof. Oh, dude! I mean, uh, I think we just got to roll the intro and get into it, dude. Let's do it. Question for all of you except Romain Grosjean. To whom it may concern, fuck you. More ladies in the paddock? Yeah, more, more, more paddock access, access to, uh, to some women. There's too many dudes. I don't really have a lot to comment on that, except that he was being a pussy. (laughs) (laughs) The, The Max quote that keeps on giving. Yeah, every every week it takes on a whole new meaning. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> All right. Did you, uh, we, I mean, the the press conference after this this past weekend was. Uh, I mean, they weren't like they weren't even looking at each other. I don't know, man. I mean, let's. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Let's, I mean, it's happened. It's happened so before. Much to talk about. But I think this. I, I think the level of tension has never been higher between these two, and. You know, it almost seems like this is a script for like an overdone Hollywood movie on F1 to promote it, uh, but it actually happened. Like, the, and, and I don't think you could have written it crazier than this. Um, no, it would be difficult to to, to write this. So, but all right. So before we get into what happened in this race, we got a few stats here, uh, and I'm going to be quick about this. Um, let's start off on a lighter note. Carlos Sainz. Uh, 14th point scoring uh, result in a row. We got Hamilton, Verstappen, Botas on the podium for, uh, together for the 20th time. That's a record. Um, 103rd poll for Lewis Hamilton and 103rd win and also the 31st different track he's won on. Uh, and that was uh, Botas's 100th start for Mercedes and 100th straight appearance in Q3. <sighs> okay. Wow. 
yeah, some pretty big milestones. And it's 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 getting to that point of the season where, you know, drivers are getting emotional because they're about to change teams and whatnot. Um, we'll get we'll get to Valtteri later, but I think we need I mean, this race is purely about Lewis and Max and operating at a level that is just, first of all, way higher than anyone else. Uh, and also um, the tension of the championship getting to to both of them, or maybe getting to one driver a bit more. Um, I think the only way for us to get to this is to kind of lay out what happened, right? You ready? Let's do it. Okay, so let's start off on Saturday with Max Verstappen uh, in qualifying, uh, kind of going in there as the underdog and uh, putting on the lap of the season until he put it in the wall. So that was a big turning point for the weekend already. Um, fast forward to Sunday, we got a Mercedes lockout, front row lockout, with Botas doing the job. Um, no drama on the on the regular start of the Grand Prix, and it looked like everything was going pretty, you know, pretty straightforward way until Mick Schumacher crashed, and it brought off a safety car, and obviously Merck pit both their drivers. Well, just um, just on that note, crashed in the same way that. I think it was Charles did, and yep. um, and then well, it wasn't Fernando, but at some point Fernando lost it. Um, he did, but in a very yeah. similar way, in the same spot of the track, same part of the track. Turn, anyway. yeah, same turn, exactly. Uh, so at that point, Red Bull, their only their only chances, uh, hoping for a red flag, so they keep Verstappen out. And between all this, there was some, you know, some gamesmanship with Botas slowing down uh, Verstappen so that, you know, Lewis would get his pit stop done and then he would have time to to do double stack. Uh, It turns out that the FIA made its first big decision uh, by red flagging the race. They had red flagged uh, FP3 or FP2, sorry, uh, because of Charles's crash like that. So pretty consistent there. Um, And Verstappen pretty much gets a free pit stop, gets to change his tires without having to go through the pits. And pretty much has evened out his qualifying fuck up because he's now basically starting on pole. So we have restart number one. Uh, Max defends. Um, Lewis has a great start. Pulls alongside him on the inside. Max is on the outside and he defends off the track. And he pretty much was beaten already at that point. Defends off the track. Cuts across again. Uh, Lewis has to back off. And Lewis actually loses a place to Ocon, who made a phenomenal first start and second start. And first restart, sorry. Uh, mixing it up in the top, and Ocon was actually leading for a minute. Um, big crash in the back with uh, Leclerc um, running out of space. There were, I think, three abreast, and Perez lost track and didn't see Leclerc basically crash, took up the whole track width-wise. Everyone else in the back of that uh, was kind of just trying to stay out of it, and Mazepin just rammed into the back of Russell as well because, um, honestly, he couldn't see anything, so I don't think there's any fault there. Um, and obviously, that was a second red flag. Uh, the thing is, First bit of controversy, did Max uh, gain advantage? Yes. And this is where, uh, for the first time ever, we have uh, Michael Massey uh, giving a deal to Red Bull saying that we're going to, you know, we will allow Verstappen to start P3 behind Ocon and Hamilton um, instead of um, giving this to the stewards for investigation. So that's, I think, Michael Massey's way of saying we don't want to interfere and, you know, get dish out too many penalties. But mm-hmm, right. boy, were we wrong. Okay. Uh, Red Bull pl- gets a little cheeky. Obviously, they're trying to, you know, say like, oh, yeah, but uh, Lewis is behind us, whatever. No, uh, they cleared up. There was a bit of, you know, awkward conversation there. We get to restart number two. 
Uh, and restart number two, Lewis gets another great start from P2, um, passes Ocon, but I don't think he thought Max would uh, dive in the inside there. And Max, great move, uh, beautiful like piece of aggressive driving there. And what happens is that we have Max, <laughs> Hamilton, and Ocon side by side by side, and um, Verstappen gets ahead. Ocon touches uh, Lewis's front wing. Uh, nothing really happens, but a little damage. And um, and then the race pretty much settles into a, a duel between Lewis and Max after Lewis had to make his way past Ocon again, I think, the next lap. So you get this like virtual safety car cycle where every few minutes someone's, you know, there's some debris, like a lot of debris on the track yesterday. Um, and we get VSC, so we're like, there's no real rhythm. Until lap 37, um, Hamilton launches an attack uh, on Verstappen for the lead at T1. And at this point, uh, Lewis is on hard tires. He didn't change. And Max is on uh, new mediums. Um, Verstappen forces Lewis off the track. And this is when we kind of enter a bit of surreal um, atmosphere here. So um, Red Bull tells Max to let Hamilton buy, but to do it on a in a strategic manner and Hamilton was not informed of it and basically what happened is Hamilton's behind Max uh not really understanding what's going on maybe he thought there was a VSC coming and he's decelerating decelerating and all of a sudden Max breaks again and he tries to get out of the way and hits Max uh damaging his front wing even more uh Verstappen lets Hamilton by five laps later which is Way too long, I think. Near the DRS line again. Repasses him immediately. My head's spinning again, dude. I'm like... (laughs) I don't know how long this is going to be. Okay. I know. I mean, (laughs) I thought it was really... Like, I watched the race again yesterday. I was like, it's actually more straightforward than I thought it was. And then listening to this, I'm like, oh... Actually, no, it's not. <laughs> no. So, so after they hit, it takes a while for Max to let him buy again. He does, but he does what he intended to do to let him buy right by the DRS and repass him immediately. Uh, so Hamilton is second again, like in, a, in, a, in one corner only. After that, Verstappen has handed a five-second penalty for the lap 37, uh, gaining an advantage um, by going off track at turn one. Uh, Verstappen lets Hamilton buy on lap 44. And Hamilton runs Verstappen wide to make sure he doesn't get the the toe on the main straight. Hamilton goes on to win, gets the fastest lap on his broken wing. Then later, Max is handed a retroactive 10-second penalty for the lap 37 incident, causing a collision. Basically, they said that he breaks way too much and for unnecessary reason in a very erratic way. Uh, So he was uh, at fault for that. Uh, He was more at fault for that. And... um, and that's where we are. They finished the race and they're tied on points at 369.5 <laughs> points. And we have one race to go. Winner takes all. Whew. Damn. I mean, that that stressed me out. <laughs> <laughs> My anxiety is through the roof again, dude. I mean, we had four starts yesterday or three, actually. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I don't even know where to start. Okay, what do we think? Um, what do we think of the first restart when? Uh, oh, basically, all right. So Mick, Mick's I don't crashed. know. I don't know if I, I. For me, like, what? What really gets me going is just. I don't know if this is the moment for me to have my uh, just my rant, but. Um, 
Michael Massey, your inexperience is showing, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Um, more, you know, uh, dude, put your, put, I don't know. Yesterday was a, sh- I mean, Sunday was a shit show. And I think it would have been tough for any race director to, to manage. Um, but it felt like they didn't know the rule book. Um, you know, Lando made a good point about drivers getting to be, being able to change their tires uh, under red flag, um, which kind yeah, of fucked a whole, whole other story, right? Which yeah. is a whole other story. Yeah. But again, there was <laughs> added in there. Yeah. Yeah. Just add it, add it to the list. Um, yeah, man, I, I just, it, it was it fucking embarrassing, uh, the way that the, the stewards race director handled it. So, uh, my, did you hear what Christian Horner said at the end of the race about this? Mm, he's, which he's, part? I mean, yeah, he said a lot. Um, on it's days like this, we miss Charlie Whiting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah, yeah. I was like, damn. Okay. Yeah. But also, that's a pretty big dig, and he, he, you know, he got a little fine last time around. But um, I can't disagree I don't think with him either. Like, what? He doesn't yeah. give a shit. Like, I, I mean, it was again, like I said, hard job for anybody, but. Um, I feel like we never had these kind of issues, even, even if it was as complex as, as it was, uh, this past weekend, <clears throat> Charlie Whiting seemed to be able to handle them very well. Um, and it does feel like there's a, there's a, there's an issue with, with the relationship between the race direct, race control and the teams. And there's a huge disconnect and they're not having the right conversations after the race. And I think also a little bit of disrespect, like, a lack of respect for Michael Massey in some ways um, amongst, amongst team principals. And yeah, man, I just, it's, 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 it's infuriating the way it was handled. Yeah. So, okay. So in terms of of who your team is too, you know? Yeah. confusing. Confusing. Yeah. As a neutral, it's really confusing also because at one point, you know, you're the, this whole, okay, let's start off with that whole deal thing because that's never been done in F1 before. Usually, and you know, the big problem was is that usually red flag rules state that you got to go back to the order of two laps before, but this is on a start. So you go to the lap before, technically they should have just restarted the race on that initial um, uh, restart grid. But the thing is, Ocon got in the way, right? Ocon was between both of those. So they couldn't just give one place back. They had to give two. So I think it might have been awkward, but Massey's like will to like you know not get involved. And because if if Max had gotten the penalty for that, it would have been a five second penalty, and you know everyone would have said like oh that's bullshit and everything. But I think it was an awkward way to kind of avoid a penalty, but also didn't seem too fair if you're a Mercedes fan either. No, I mean that's the other thing too. Is like, I mean. Uh, Lewis Lewis made some comments in the the post race presser um, about Max, like about what uh, 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 the fact that he doesn't seem to think that he has to follow the rules, and then after the race he bitches and moans that you know we're doing we're getting penalized more than we're racing, which in fact like I don't know Max has a history of this shit, and then he cries about it afterwards. Like that's another thing that really like. This weekend was was a tough one, but if you look at the the moves that he pulled, um, I don't know. It's just 
And we'd also like, this is another thing. Like we'd also hear all the, the, the Lewis haters and Red Bull fanboys out there being like, well, you know, if this, if the roles were reversed, um, it would be like, well, Lewis is getting the, the advantage here. He's, uh, he's got what, what I, I don't even know. It, it, it doesn't make sense to me that Max still kind of gets away with shit like this in some ways. Right. He and didn't, he didn't in the end, you know, he got penalized he, 15 seconds total. Right. So, it, but if you think, if you think about it, I, the way I'm looking at it is like, you, you know, I love the aggressive driving style. I'm, yeah. I'm a huge Schumacher fan, like, um, fan boy, you can call it. Um, and I do, <laughs> I, I do love Max's, uh, approach to racing, but it's, on a weekend like this, for me, it's really hard to um, defend anything he did. Um, like for me, Saturday was just gutting, first of all, because that lap was going to be exceptional. And I think any F1 fan was just loved it, no matter who, which team you support, whatever. Uh, but you can already tell that it was kind of getting to him uh, on Saturday. And it felt like this is the first time in his life that he's in a position to win a title at the end of the race, right? And it felt like he was just... Um, he was making little mistakes that he usually wouldn't because that was a lot of incidents. There was the turn one on restart one. Uh, mm-hmm. There was uh, there was the um, lap 37 when Lewis tries to pass him and he pushes him off. That one was like a Brazil, you know, V2 basically, uh, which is the one he got the penalty for. And then right. there's the whole uh, letting Lewis by, but in a very cheeky way. And like, I don't know, you, you can't defend that move. Uh, of course, he's slowing down, and Lewis saw him, right? But also, yeah. but Lewis, Lewis also you're... admitted he's done the same thing uh, in 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 the post race. So, you know, yeah. I don't think he was necessarily upset at that. He he's not upset at that, but because uh, it's it's the whole DRS line, right? So the whole goal is whoever's right behind at the DRS line has a huge advantage on such a high speed track. So you're basically giving the position back, but also putting your adva- uh, your opponent in a, in a very dangerous position to get repassed right away. Um, and a little side note on this, Spa 2008, this was uh, Hamilton versus Raikkonen. Same thing happened going into the chicane. Um, it started raining. Hamilton's ch- trying to pass Kimi on the inside. He doesn't make the chicane. He passes Kimi, but then he lets Kimi... Uh, pass him again on that uh, mini straight that Spa has before La Source. And then into La Source, he just tucks into him and passes him. And in, right. in the end, what, what happened there was that he was given retroactively, even though Kimi actually crashed out of the race and didn't finish the race. So Lewis won the race, but then uh, Hamilton was given a 25-second penalty. So if you look at what uh, Verstappen got for not only doing that, but also mostly causing the collision... Only ten seconds is pretty lenient if you think about it. If considering it was a break the, test for, considering yeah. the considering the history, right? Exactly. I mean, Lewis lost a, a race at Spa in two thousand eight in twenty five seconds. That's huge. And at the time, people were saying, you know, he, Lewis was that young kid coming into F one. Is that a lot of people thought he was a little punk and a little arrogant, kind of like what Max is going through right now. And I think he remembers all that, obviously. And Lewis is. You know, for me, what I see is that Lewis is way cleaner and that it's it's really hard not to side against Max on all those incidents because um, Max was clearly over the line on all of those, except for the one in the end where Lewis pushes Max wide. But, you know, Massey said it was borderline. I say if, if you want to appease everyone, 
you throw Lewis a five second penalty. It's not going to give him much, but it also shows that, you know, it also sets the precedent for the next races, which is what we want to know is what is possible and what is over the line. Right. So I think the FIA could handle all this way better. And also I think the whole way means of communicating needs to be addressed because how is Lewis only aware of it as he's literally two meters behind Max and Max is breaking at a 2.4 G force. Um, yeah, very strange, very weird. Well, and also like, man, I, yeah, I mean, Max is never he, his whole line in in after the race was like, all these incidents don't deserve my time, right? And <laughs> yeah. like, it's a, I mean, it's a smart way to deflect, but at the same time, it's like, dude, when are you gonna fucking learn? Like, when are you gonna actually, um, when are you? Like this is a lack of this is it's a I guess it's a smart I don't know if I'd call it smart but it's one PR strategy right to just deflect and not not give in to to anything but I think he's going to need to do regardless of how the championship ends um you know Max definitely has a much I'd say a more aggressive driving style than Lewis um I mean, oh, 100%, I mean, yeah. 100% yeah and there's I don't know I mean it the the blame kind of falls on everybody, but mainly the FIA in this in this case. But when it comes to Max, I think we are seeing him. I think crack under the pressure right now a little bit. Whether he's going to admit that he will never admit that, but um, I think the, he's feeling the pressure more than Lewis. Like Lewis has responded in a pretty incredible way over the last three races, not to lose his cool, not to like you know. Um, he did well also on that first restart, not to just like lean into Max more and basically cause a wreck that would have just completely Constantina the entire field. Right. Um, uh, it's, and maybe my, 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 you know, <laughs> my Lewis bias is coming out here a little bit, but, um, Your I think, yeah, but I, I do think there's a little bit of a maturity gap here, which is, which is normal. Um, you Absolutely. Know, you're, yeah. you're seeing Lewis's experience in these title battles that he's already had, and that's you know it's showing in a big way. Um, and so I think Max has a little bit to learn from this. And if and if he does end up winning next weekend, he probably won't. <laughs> quite frankly, he'll probably be like, I needed, I did what I needed to do. Um, and if he doesn't, though, I think he he should um, to a certain extent because in this moment. Um, he's, he's on the back foot. I don't think he's got an advantage going into, into, into the last race either. He, he doesn't, um, and we'll get into like the whole prediction side as well. So I agree, first of all, on the whole maturing part, because if you look at, you know, Lewis lost the title in his rookie year. Um, and if, if he had a bit more experience, he wouldn't have, he would have been world champion on his first season in his first season. Um, this is the first time Max is actually going for the title. And there are things where I think you need to be in that position uh, before to 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 become under certain situations. Uh, and also, this track doesn't really help the way it's laid out, the way that like how how dangerous it is, um, the speeds you're going at, the the amount of safety cars and red flags that it can have. Um, I I also think that on all those, it's for me it's normal that Max is even more aggressive because if if he collides with Lewis. And they both DNF. He's it, it helps him right in in Jeddah. Lewis needs to be right. very careful 
And I thought that's where he showed his strength and his, you know, his maturity and like just his cool headed nature um, that it got tight <laughs> on a few times. And mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen Lewis hit so many other drivers and get into so many incidents and, and like not have to pit for a new nose. Like that was kind of crazy. Uh, but he he just has this kind of energy these days that it's 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 hard to bet against him. But it's it's been three races in a row. He's just kind of you know pulled through. He scored over. He scored seventy six points in the last three races, which is which is huge, and and now he's like he's basically just got you know a one off against Max. Like pretty much the first twenty races don't mean anything. It's like this is one race. Whoever and a lot can happen yeah. though. You know, uh, uh, Max yeah, at one I mean, point. It's, it's like a it's a it's a one race season right now um yeah the vsc you know, man when, the, when when the red flag happened and max changes tires i was even saying on our banter group i was saying this is over i mean there's a 14 point difference in the championship um and i think on any regular track if this has been qatar last week uh or two weeks ago it would have been game over it would have been a victory for max but the nature of the track changed everything uh and we couldn't have expected any of those incidents so yeah, now we're well. We're I think tied. I think I, I think we could have expected a lot of incidents based on what we yes. saw during practice. Um, what oh, they yeah. would have been is obviously something that like we nobody could have could have uh, anticipated or or uh, predicted. But um, yeah, I mean, this circuit was. I think you had two things. One, the fact that none of the drivers have ever driven here before. Um, you know, that kind of leveled the playing field in some ways um, where everybody was on a, had a learning curve. Um, And then the second part is just the layout. I mean, pretty much every driver was like there at any, at any given second, you could be driving into another car. You know, you don't know what you're going to see after the next turn Um, just because of the nature of the track. uh, And the walls, especially. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like we were saying last week, like you did a hot lap or you did you did some some simming uh, of the circuit, and um, I mean it is a fast manic circuit. Yeah, like it is. That's just that's just what it is. Um, and I wasn't mad at that. I think had the FIA been able to manage things better, um, and race control manage things better, um, we wouldn't be sitting here you know, wrapping our heads around what the fuck we watched on Sunday. I, again, I seriously had to rewatch the race to understand exactly what happened. Um, yeah. Cause it really, Same like here. it really did start with that, that first red flag, um, that first <laughs> red flag incident. Which, which uh, was funny. Cause at the time I was, I was thinking, Oh man, Mick played this beautifully. He doesn't want his father's title record to be broken. And that kind of just gifts it to, to Max there. But Ooh, that was like you kind of forget about that accident, like because so many other things happened after that. But, but man, like, what could the FIA have done better though? Because I'm also frustrated at the FIA, but I, in the end, also like it's Michael Massey's I mean, alone. There does does he need more like backup? Also, they like, need a bigger team, or I, I again, I think you know each race the stewards change, right? It's not there's no consistency with the stewards, so you're you've got different people um, handing out penalties at different races. I genuinely think that they need to, first of all, they need to, there are certain rules that need to be, that need to be reviewed. 
Um, that's that's clear. The rule book is unclear. And then the fact that like it's interpreted differently based on each individual circumstance or every each individual incident um, is also a problem. And so like, how do you, how do you fix that? Um, and I think it starts with having, you've got to have steward, the same stewards at every race, uh, permanent stewards. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good, um, I'd be, I'd be okay with that and have like X drivers also a mix of X drivers and maybe what they have right now. Um, that thing, thing you're referring to, like the rule books, are you referring to that tire, um, being able to change tires under a red flag rule? Yeah. Which I don't necessarily, I don't doesn't um I, it doesn't bother me personally if everybody's able to do it then then you know then i don't that, see the problem that is the rule yeah that is the rule actually right now everyone is uh, is able to change their tires if you remember imola um the same thing happened but it was Lewis that took advantage of that rule with the last safety car. He was able to, uh, the red flag, he was able to go and change his tires, not only change his tires, but he was able to unlap himself. And that's right. And, and, and remember back then I was, I think this is like race two or three. And I was already saying if Lewis doesn't win this title, or if he does, Imola is going to have a huge weight in this, uh, in the points tally. And, because he, if there's no red flag, Lewis wouldn't have scored a point. He would have been like, and that's 18 points right there that he got. So, yeah. Well, I guess the, it the, goes. You know, yeah, in, it comes and goes. You know. I mean, Andre Seidel uh, came out today too and was like, they, you know, this this pitting or this um, ability to change tires, you know, during a red flag <clears throat> benefits those who had previously pitted, um, mm-hmm. which gives like another team basically like a free pit stop. Um, yep. so it is that part of it, I think is an interesting, or it's a tough thing to manage because if everybody has the ability to change their tires, why wouldn't you as a team that has pitted, like just use that free pit stop to put fresher tires on your car? But you can you know? as well. No, no, I know. That's my thing. Yeah. So I guess my, well, I think it needs to be looked at and maybe it does need to be changed. What's why, why as a team who has previously pitted before a red, why aren't they also going to take advantage of, of that rule? That's where, that's kind of where I'm confused on it though. Right. Wait, explain that. Cause I, I, I don't think I follow what you mean. So use this race as an example. All right. Lewis so and so Lando, Lando had pitted, Lando had pitted right before, the the red the second red flag and he was pretty upset about the fact that other teams basically didn't have to have that influence like their strategy completely changed because of the red flag and they could they could change their tires under red right which effectively um eliminated whatever time gap you you received or um time penalty you received by by pitting right yeah. So you don't 25 have to, seconds. You don't have to, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so in that case, it's like, okay, while I understand the, the, the criticism of it, I'm also thinking to myself, why wouldn't you just also play that card? You know? So the criticism, the criticism makes sense, but I'm also like, 
but it, it doesn't at the same time. <laughs> and I yeah, guess I mean, I'd have to. Yeah. Go go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I just I, I just don't I don't I don't. You know, Lando called it a stupid rule. Um, but I guess I'm just I'm confused. I don't really on on both sides of it. Um, I, th- I think from a strategy I, I perspective. The, I mean, I think the biggest issue here is losing track position. So you right. you red flag a race. Like, like let's use Max and and Lewis, right? Um, Lewis just pit, right? And if there was just a VSC, he had a really good stop. Um, and VSC goes in, uh, sorry, safety car goes in, I mean, uh, safety car. Um, and Max would have lost time staying out because he risked it and he would have had to pit and he would have been further back and he would have to fight his way through the field, right? Uh, this just means right. that uh, Max didn't have to pit. So he gained 25 seconds on Lewis and he started ahead of right. him. So not only do you get track position, Norris was pissed because he pit, right? And which when he pit, I think I think he was in like the top eight when he pit. He went down to 14th. And, you know, it's always like a game of, you know, who pits first and then it kind of evens out, traffic, all that. Uh, and that red flag came at the, worst time, at the worst time for him because that means that most of his competitors got a free pit stop. And I don't think he's... It's not about do I change my tires again? doesn't really matter. Yeah, you can, but you've also like, you've lost six positions on track and you're starting, you know, from the back at this restart, instead of being in the top 10, you're now like 15th or 14th. So I think that's what he's looking into. And I think Lewis also mentioned, he's like, you know, uh, did he, did he just get a free pit stop on us? And, you know, his engineer said, yep, but you know, we have other options. Um, and it's another point in strategy wise, I think, Maybe Red Bull fucked up putting on those mediums uh, instead of putting the hards on. Because yeah. at the end, um, uh, it, no matter what drama was there, Lewis had the superior tire and pace, and he would have passed Max no matter what. And yeah, the man. last few I laps, mean, it, Max's it, tires were hurting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly, listen, the drama we've gotten out of this, though. Um, the entertainment value that we've gotten out of all this is, is yeah. <laughs> I think what everybody has been waiting for um, over the course of, of this, this era of, of formula one car. Um, yeah. You know, and I think, I think it was embarrassing from a, a regulatory perspective, but um, you know what? Uh, it, it, the drama, the excitement, I think regardless of who wins next weekend, we're going to look back on this this season as one of the better seasons of, you know, of the last two decades. Uh, yeah, of it's definitely up there with pure drama. 2012 and 2010. Yeah, 2010 was also crazy. Uh, but this, I mean, just look at Turbo Hybrid era. It's the best. I mean, and the, what's, what's even better, though, is for me is this... Um, this tension between Max and Lewis, because hopefully it doesn't stop at this year and it continues, right? It's like chapter one of, you know, maybe right. three or four or whatever. Uh, but um, yeah, there, there was a race behind these two. Um, <laughs> uh, even though it seems like everything is, is focused on these two at the minute, um, Valtteri Bottas um, brought it back and stole the podium from Ocon, literally, I think 50 meters before the line. And I thought that was really good. And I love seeing Valtteri, you know, fist in the air, getting that Mercedes podium, because we're not sure how many podiums he'll get next year. 
And he really did the job uh, in terms of second drivers with uh, Checo, Checo DNFing really early and not really playing a part in this. Um, Bottas yeah, was there. There's nothing and he could have done by, about that. I mean, it's really tough. There's nothing he could have done. Uh, yeah, he was sandwiched. Um, it's too bad. And also, I don't know if you saw, Botas got screwed on a couple of restarts. He avoided Max by, he almost ran to the back of Max. <laughs> uh, he had like both yeah. front tires locked. Yeah. And he had to take evasive action. And he, uh, that's when like two drivers passed him. And that's why he had to kind of make his way back. And, and, and I think it was a, a nice drive back to the podium for him. Uh, but yeah, not not throwing any shade at Checo. Um, he would have been up there as well, maybe fighting with Botas or you know definitely a top five. But now it means that Mercedes has a twenty eight point lead going into Abu Dhabi. So bar a double DNF for Merck and a one two from Red Bull, it's gonna be hard. I think that that title's pretty much in in Mercedes' in, pocket in Mercedes right there. Bag, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just I just mean, like the um, fight for P three with those Ferraris and McLarens. Um, yeah. Big, big gap as well there. It's almost 30 points. What is it? It's over 30 points. 38 points. Yeah, man. I mean, we'll see about the the uh, the Ferrari and, and McLaren battle to me is also like, I mean, Ferrari really has brought it this second half of the season. And if they get it, they, they fully deserve it, if you ask me. Oh, hundred um, percent. That this team is gonna do some great things next year, and you know it went unnoticed, but they were having a great battle, Science and and Leclerc. Um, really good scrap on track, and yep. they brought it on P seven and P eight, which is not a huge result for them because um, Danny Danny Rick strong P five, and I'm yeah, pretty like, sure what? out of nowhere, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Norris would have been in the top six or seven with him if he didn't have that red flag, you know, drama. Uh, so he, he scored yeah. points, but in the end, I think it's just not enough for them to make a dent. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, also Gasly P six. Wow. Yeah. Again, again, Gasly all weekend was, you know, super strong. Looked like Tsunoda had it as well. He was kind of following, I mean, not, not too close to Gasly, but he was, you know, he's getting there, but he kind of fucked up in the race again. Um, just shows like the big gap in experience, man. Like as we said before, yeah. And yeah, that battle, that battle for P five with Alpine getting that P four because Ocon, that's a phenomenal race for him, dude. He he almost scored his second podium of the season here, like wild. Yeah, he was I feel pissed. Like, I feel like yeah, every time there's uh, some kind of craziness, he's in there, he's in the mix like right away. He does seem to find his he does seem to find his way uh, into that position. <laughs> It is crazy. Yeah. yeah, whenever there's whenever there's beef between Max and, and Lewis in a severe way, he is somehow there. Yeah. <laughs> he, dude, he loves a good scrap, dude. He's <laughs> he's really good at kind of like making his way through the field there. Uh yeah, Alpine looks like they have that P five on on lock. And and Giovinazzi, who had just tested for Dragon in Formula E last week, uh put in his best race of the year, bringing a P nine result. Um so kind of just showing everyone that he's, you know. He was good enough for F1, uh, maybe just not uh, consistent enough. So who knows? One more race, make Alpha proud, uh, and then we'll see you in Formula E next year, I guess. <laughs> um, no, I'm actually, I, Formula E is getting more and more interesting. If drivers of his caliber go in there, I think it's great for Formula E. Might, start a, yeah. might have to start I don't, watching I just it can't often. stand the, the, like, this, I don't know. There's a lot I don't like about it. <laughs> the yeah, fact well, there's no yeah, noise. 
We could talk about that on the off season. <laughs> <The> off season. <laughs> we have a lot to get through here. Uh, all right. So um, in terms of our championship, I think that's pretty much covers everyone else, right? Because a lot of crashes going on. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, in terms of our stand championship, we both scored the same number of points because you just mirrored me, basically. And oh, uh, right. I, I will accept that. We scored 40 points. We got pull, P1, P2, P3. Correct. And that's it. So it's 40 points each. So you are in the lead, my friend, with 291 points. And I'm at 274. But for the mm. last race, you go it first, could, my friend. It could get interesting. Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi Ooh. next week. Yeah, man. This week. Um, Sorry. I'm, I'm going... Uh, I think Lewis has taken it. The The Mercs have done very well on this circuit. Um, I think the pressure is getting to Max. Um, even though he may not want to admit it publicly. Um Oh, what he says, what he says, <laughs> what he says in the media versus what he does on tracks is his actions are speaking louder than his words at the moment. So, um, you know why you don't want to admit it also? Just a quick note. Did you see his, his dad's reaction to that mistake? That's pretty oh, yeah. scary. <laughs> yeah. His dad was not happy. It's um, like, I wonder if uh, Max is safe at home actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like he and joss he and joss he just like live in the same you know he gets like punished and put in time out you know max get over here right now because <laughs> you know you Yoss has fun? like he has this uh there's a history of him being a little too uh let's say it's stern with this with max as a kid <laughs> yeah he's like uh that dad who's like on the sidelines like screaming at the referees and you know telling his son that he's not doing well enough you know <laughs> like, he, dude. he was punching the table toto like smashes oh, bows like that yeah. there's a lot of like drama <laughs> very interesting the toto the toto um yeah <laughs> yeah the toto throwing his headphones into the table to me is i mean it's absolute gold it's meme gold <laughs> Oh yeah, and what's funny is that his engineer next to him is like also screaming, punching the yeah. air. It's you could, and then someone in the back also yelling. Like the emotion is just, it's just it's everything is just very raw. And but then Toto when but then when up. Lewis won, then when Lewis won, and then Valtteri passed uh, Esteban for P three, his the another race engineer was right behind him, and he was just sitting there with the most smug, like cheeky yeah. smile on his face. Can you imagine? I mean, to- with with Toto and Lewis right now, you're like, this is this is big high risk for Jeddah, right? If you fuck it up, you're done, right? But if you you can yeah. take it to Abu Dhabi, but you could also lose everything there. So I think Toto said, yeah, we don't want to celebrate here and look like idiots next week when we're congrat- congratulating right. Max, you know? Right, exactly. Uh, but so, uh, I think, yeah, getting back to the prediction, um, sorry. Yeah, I think it's uh, Lewis P. Pohl, Lewis P. One. Max P2. Okay. Yeah, I think this is Lewis's. Um, <clears throat> I think Valtteri P3. Um, I'm saying... Whew, I'm going to put Charles P4. Hmm, interesting. Checo P5. Ooh. And Tsunoda uh, is getting the Grosjean. Oh damn you! I was I had Tsunoda as well. Um, okay, well 
Well, I do think, and I do agree with you in terms of momentum going Lewis's way. So basically you're calling Lewis, and so Lewis, world champion, takes the eighth. Um, I think our first episode of the year, you had said you predicted Lewis, world champion. I think I went for Max. So also in terms of uh, points, I think I have to go against you here just to... Um, just to mm. to have a shot, you know. So okay. uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Max on pole. Uh, Max yep. wins as he did last year. Uh, we have Hamilton P2. Um, I'm gonna put. Uh, I have to go super aggro. Actually, I'm actually gonna change this on the cuff here. Um, Perez P3, Botas P4, and uh, I'm going P5 for Norris. And since you took Matsunoda moment and I need my points, I'm gonna have to switch that up real quick. I need a I need a minute here. Ooh, you know who he flipped his car once here uh, a couple of years ago, so I'm gonna go with Baby Stroll. Oh keep it in really keep it interesting. Yeah. I need Why? to make sure we defer everywhere. I don't know. Well it's uh, at this point at this point. Lance it's, is like it's kind of out of out of my purview for for those kind of moments. Yeah, well, Vettel kind of had a few stupid moments also, and so did Kimi. And like that, there was a Kimi versus Vettel incident that was really stupid for two world champions uh, this race. Um, so you never know, right. you know. It's a new track, also. Right, Everyone's calling this a new track, um, and I just want to win my my championship. Yeah, I find I that also, a little absurd that everybody's calling it a new track, but I think I think engineers are calling it a new track because it does change the whole um, downforce equilibrium of it uh, so for them new track doesn't mean the same thing as for us you know obviously got it, got um it. so who knows dom merc dominated here for the past seven years but then or six years and then red bull dominated last year but also remember lewis had covid last year or just recovered from covid and he was nowhere that weekend right <clears throat> one more race people uh it's all or nothing basically in abu dhabi this weekend no, it, it is. It's all, all or nothing. Yeah, and you know what's great about it being tied? It, it's not going to be like, oh, if you get a. Well, actually, if they if they hit each other and they're like running sixth and seventh, the fastest lap will have an you know, will come into play. But I, yeah. I don't think they're going to do that. And also, Max, remember, Max has the has it in his back pocket. If he wants to stop it at turn one. Kind of Suzuka eighty nine and ninety style, and have a double DNF. He could make it happen. Not saying I'm predicting that, but you know, um, it's we'll see, man. I would have never predicted the shit that happened in Jeddah. So, two thousand twenty one. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, I'm going to be functioning on very little sleep, probably no sleep, uh, but I will definitely not miss it. So. Yeah, get the popcorn out. Last race. And from F. Knowles and I, we'll see you for the season wrap-up next week. Let's go.